Hey guys, and thank you for finding your way to Morgellons Discussion, the podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Murphy, and this show is about Morgellons facts. Uh, that is to say, what has been able to be demonstrated uh, for scientific purposes. So, if you hear me saying something about Morgellons disease on this show, it's got to be coming from the scientific world. It has been published in a prestigious journal, and the science, the experiments that went into producing that data are repeatable. So, if you're looking for factual information about the Morgellons disease condition, welcome to our show. Hey, welcome back to Morgellons Discussion on Anchor FM. I'm your host, Jeremy Murphy, and this morning we're going to talk a little bit about marginalization and self-esteem. And we're even going to touch on self-respect. I think one of the problems that we have, I know one of the problems we have, is respect. Uh, People formulate ideas and then they perform bias uh, based on those beliefs. And the fact of the matter is that Morgellons can afflict a lot of people, not everybody. We're starting to think that it might be genetically predisposed to a certain group. But uh, at the moment, you know, it it can afflict uh, a lot of people and maybe a lot more than we're aware of. But those people aren't any different than anybody else. Really, I was surprised that a few years ago I was in a Walmart and I saw a lady working and she had sores all over her body, pink sores and white plaques. And, uh, you know, I was talking with her about it because we were definitely going through the same thing at the same time. And, uh, she said, yeah, it's, a." um, she said it's an allergic reaction or uh, autoimmune something. I can't remember what she told me specifically, but uh, of course she didn't say anything about the Lyme disease. And this was several years ago, so uh, that makes sense. At that time, uh, I didn't know what, what Morgellons was either. And maybe she didn't have Morgellons. I didn't see, uh, I didn't have a microscope on me to take a look and see if she had that. But she definitely had some source going on and Maybe it was a spirochetal infection. What makes me want to think that, though, is that bacteria in particular proliferate inside the skin and not typically found in the blood, is my understanding. Um, So, but she's a real person. I mean, she works a real job. She goes in, she does her best, and uh, she puts on her uniform and people interact with her. And I think she probably gets more respect than the average Morgellons patient because she's in that public place. You know, she, she's, she's not hiding out, which most people want to do when they are dealing with a vicious skin condition that causes bleeding and ulceration. Now, the marginalization is because people don't want to believe that 
the condition is a result of anything but that person harming themselves for attention. Um, and because of the science, we know that's not the case. We know that uh, it's hemorrhaging. It's ulceration. It's not lacerations. I recently had a prominent dermatologist take a look at my skin and tell me that that they did not look self-inflicted. And uh, that was extremely validating. But it it came from it came from the bridge of of respect. I showed that individual respect. I didn't have a bias against them because they don't happen to believe in Morgellons. I mean, that's their prerogative. If they don't want to believe in it, they don't have to believe in it. I can show them the evidence, and if they choose not to want to engage with it, that's their prerogative. But that doesn't mean that person is any less valuable because they have their own experience and they have their own expertise and their own accomplishments. And everybody has those, even on what, even on a scale which you may not consider important, it's important in the grand scheme of things. Everything builds the world that we exist in. And so the marginalization, I think a lot of patients accept it. They just, they think, well, you know, I'm ruined. My skin's terrible. I know I felt that way. And, uh, you know, it's over with, you know, life is, you know, who's going to want to, you know, be around somebody who could potentially, you know, wipe blood all over them because of their skin. But that's a trap. That's a trap. Just because you have a skin condition doesn't make you any less of a valuable individual. In fact, it makes you more so of one because you have the potential to contribute to the research which can one day stop this from happening to people ever again. And your interaction with society and your contributions to society that's what's going to end the marginalization when people say you know look enough is enough there is other science out there that's legitimate that says that this is caused by a biological process and and maybe we should take a look at that instead of just assuming that these people are just trying to get attention for themselves it's going to happen and it is happening and I think a lot of the fatigue about addressing this issue in particular is because of the call it crescendo of the the CDC study where even though that paper was inconclusive and it states that the filaments that were found were biofilaments um the media, the media and those that are opposed to the notion that this is a possibility, the biofilaments uh, forming in the body that could appear strange like this, those people, they created the press that said that Morgellons patients are delusional. They're the ones. It wasn't the CDC study. I mean, they had a lot of stuff in there that said these people have some 
psychiatric components that can be dealt with with traditional manners, but they didn't say these patients are delusional. It, the study said it was inconclusive. They could not determine if this was a new condition or something else, a delusional state. And if they can't determine that, that means they're not saying that it's a delusional state, despite what you may have seen in an article or two or three or on the news. Why is there an agenda? What's the point? You know, I think it potentially may be because there are so many that are afflicted. And when I say afflicted, I think a lot of people carry the condition without the debilitation and without knowledge of actually having it. Uh, I know in my experience that's the case. It's easy to detect with microscopy. And if you see those symptoms, you understand that a person's dealing with a potential infection, a likely infection. And there are people who carry the bacteria who do not succumb to it, who do not develop debilitating conditions. Otzi the Iceman, he may have had some arthritis. Uh, there's some interesting research about his tattoos. The man had 61 tattoos, and potentially they were a dev- uh, delivery mechanism for a uh, opioid substance, which could, uh, uh, or maybe even a cannabinoid uh, substance, which could uh, help him with his uh, arthritic from because he had the Lyme disease. I'd see the Iceman, 6,300-year-old uh, mummy on top of the Italian Alps. Far, far, far away and a long time ago uh, on the other side of the planet, uh, (laughs) hundreds of miles away from Plum Island, uh, had the same Lyme uh, Borreliella burgdorferi uh, that, that we have such a problem with today. And I don't think you know, well, that guy was probably marginalized. It was way back in the day. But who knows? You know, maybe he was a, uh, a great contributor to uh, to the world we know today. You know, for all we know, uh, I would like to see a genetic lineage of uh, Otzi, see if there's any Otzi relatives out there, uh, direct descendants. But, um, you know, his offspring could be great contributors to the world that we exist in today everybody's important in the grand scheme of things and uh, it's only a trap to start thinking that because of any kind of a condition you have you're any less capable to contribute everybody is valuable everybody's important and yeah everybody's special and unique and that's just the truth I mean there is a sickness though there is absolutely a sickness where people cannot see the value in uniqueness and individuality and I think I know that part of that sickness is the compulsion to want to control and the way you control people is by defining, setting definitions and expectations, when you start telling people that they can't act a certain way, you know, and we do have rules for reasons, you know, because we want to have a good, happy and safe environment. But when you start telling people 
you know, they can only have so many kids or, um, I'm trying to think of a great example now, but, uh, they got to wear uniforms. That's a good one. When you make everybody wear the same clothes and they all have to go by the same, uh, it's just the remove because individuality and uniqueness is entropy. It's, uh, you can't determine what's going to happen. You can't, uh, figure out the randomness because that randomness is, is the uniqueness. It's, it's the spice of life. It's what makes life interesting. If everybody was the same, life would be boring there would be no new adventures. There would be nothing new to learn. Uh, but that newness is unexpectedness for people who want to control. And so marginalization in large part is about control. It's about saying we're not going to recognize or deal with this group of people because we want to control this situation that we have going on over here. And they are a threat to, to our situation. Their existence is a threat. So we're just going to pretend that they don't exist. <clears throat> we're going to write them off. And we're going to punch out a bunch of articles that make people think that they need to write those people off as well. And I'm sure you've seen a few of those articles saying that Margellan's people are they're worth writing off. Uh, but the fact is, that's the worst you're going to have to deal with. It's just the propaganda. Because when that lady goes into Walmart and she puts on her uniform and she smiles and she greets people, she feels it. She means it. She's making a difference. And so can we. Hey, guys, if you like this show, please send me a message and let me know. I definitely appreciate the contributions coming in. And you guys are great. Thank you so much. I hope you guys have a great weekend, and we'll see you soon.